ne we discuss number 7 uh also savatte you know as probably you know savati is the uh, city state where buddha spent the 25 varshas uh, in jetavanara uh, which was built by his uh, very uh, generous supporter called anatha pindika he built this monastery is spending according to those days 10 uh, uh, i think 50 million uh, gold coins spreading the gold coin on the land to purchase it from a man called prince called jeta and where he spent uh, 25 uh, rainy seasons so anyway this uh, discourse uh, was from while he was living there so uh, a certain deity came and recited this verse uh, in the presence of the buddha he asked buddha as i mentioned this morning we are Uh, doing uh, Pali as well as English and explanation. Ekam uh, samayam once both word ekam means one samay means time one time we may say in English once uh, certain deity came and paid respect to the Buddha and Uh, the rest is as before that is why this has here uh, the whole thing is not mentioned tita standing ko indeed sa shi devata deity bhagavato in front of the buddha bhagavato actually means of the buddha santike in front imang this gathang verse abhasi said what did he say let me say in in pali first ye sang dhamma appati vidda paravadesu niyare suttate ನಪ್ಪಬುಜ್ಜಂತಿ ಕಾಳೋ ತೇಸಂ ಪಬುಜ್ಜಿತು ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಯೇಸಂ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಅಪ್ಪಟಿ ವಿದ್ಧ ನಾಟ್ penetrate pati vidya means pati vidyati verb is pati vidyati penetrate a means no negation pati vidyati not penetrating this is past tense past perfect tense therefore it is called it is up the word up pati vidha not penetrated those who have not penetrated a pativinda have not penetrated past perfect sense vidha vidha uh, comes from vij which means to know vid to know so 
vidya is past tense or perfect sense and the word for things there is no word here mentioned but things is implied parava the para means others outside the buddha's dispensation everyone is called para even in uh, spoken languages like thai farang eh? farang foreigners even singalese para para whatever yeah. others uh vada means teaching vada uh, or doctrines therefore para vada means doctrines of others parvadesu niyare they go into niyati niyanika in the uh, qualities of the dhamma we have the word niyanika dhamma buddhas teaches niyaniya uh, sometimes is called neya Neya means to take, to go along. Neya is carried. Or Neya means dragged, taken there. Neya. That means led or lead. Where do they? Where would they be led? to the teachings of others now i am going through words and then i explain sutta te nap pabujanti sutta sutta means discord sutta means sleep Vasutta refers to a persons, people, beings. Sutta therefore means those who sleep. And then na pabujyanti, na means no, pabujyanti do get up. na pabujyanti do not get up they sleep then <coughs> so translation is awakening they are they sleep kalo time tesang for them pabujitum to get up to awake now let us go through the uh, explanation little more those who have not penetrated things now you remember on the very first day of this uh, class i said there are five things one has to do in order to follow the dhamma i don't think any of you remember that yeah. floods floods huh floods floods are four oh. but five things one must remember to follow the dhamma mm. now those five things you must apply to every part of the dhamma that is why on the very first day i mentioned those five things <laughs> number 
learn number 1 learn learn well not just uh, you know escaping you know just running through the text very quickly like reading a novel or newspaper learn well sutta learn by reading listening discussing and so forth and so on learn data means memorize whatever we learn we must memorize remember that is how the whole buddha's teaching came up to the first century bc memory memorizing they didn't carry computers ipads tablets remember remember when we go somewhere you know there is a very beautiful discourse in uh, uh, angutra nikaya that is called chatur chaturdisa sutta chaturdisa sutta chaturdisa means four quarters four directions disa means direction there these five are listed why are they called four quarters you are at home wherever you go to any quarter you are at home when you remember these five factors because any time when there is an opportunity to discuss dhamma material are right at the tip of your finger like this you don't have to carry notebooks and computers and so forth everything is right in the in the mind that is why these five are called uh, safety net <laughs> wherever you go there there number 1 is learning number 2 is remembering number 3 is repeating verbally when we see something and repeat it verbally it will stay in the mind longer that's why when we chant now some of these monastic living here they can chant morning chanting without looking at the book why and when they go somewhere meet people if they want us to chant we chant right away because everything is in the mind and repeat it verbally repeat number 3 Number four, manasa suppati vidya. Here, pati vidya, pati. Uh, uh, yeah, pati vidya. Penetrate with the mind. How to penetrate with the mind? Keep thinking, 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 thinking. Not believing, 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 believing. Keep thinking. <coughs> only when we think and would always encourage us to think number 5 ditya manasa parichita manasa parichita manasa supadida and uh, ditya supadida we think and think and then understand ditti here means view but view here actually means understanding as we repeat follow follow the first four steps it becomes clearer and clearer and clearer and then it is very easy for the mind to penetrate and understand it clearly once you understood it is there all the time therefore these four five ways we always must keep in mind now dhamma appatividda not penetrated buddha's dhamma is not something to believe but to understand through penetration so people who have not penetrated don't understand therefore it is easy for them to go into other doctrines actually that is what is happening these days even these days it is very common dhamma window shopping 
meditation window shopping. Why? They don't understand. So they go to this teacher, that teacher, that discussion, this discussion, and so on. <coughs> then Supatividdha penetrated. What do they penetrate? Things. What are the things? Four noble truths. Four noble truths. We penetrate. How to penetrate? There are three stages. I think I mentioned last time. And we, our Bhavana uh, residents, uh, repeated several times already. What are the three stages? Anybody? Truth. Huh? Truth. Truth. Realization. And the. There's a cause. No, 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 no. no Pati yata, pati, pati, pati veda. Or again? It's uh, okay. Uh, uh, the first one is uh, patiyati. No. Pari. Pari. Oh, pariyati. Pariyati. And uh, pari. I I thought it was pati pati. That and pati pati. Pati Veda. Very good. Very good. Pariyati, Patipati, Pati Veda. Pariyati means knowing the theory. That's what Buddha did for about four noble truths. He knows that is true. Four nobles, each of them is true. Second, that is Pariyati. Pariyati, the theory. Second is patipatti. Patipatti means putting the theory into practice. Putting the theory into practice. Pativeda is realizing. For each truth, if you go through these three stages, they will stay in our mind. Learn as theory, put it into practice, and then realize. They are called in Pali Satya, Kitya, Katha. Pariyati, Patipati, Pativeda. So, in order to penetrate things, things mean noble for, no, for noble truth, somebody who has not penetrated them can easily go into other doctrines. Why? They are fast asleep. <laughs> Somebody can easily take them away. Sleep in what? Avijja. Ignorance. Because of ignorance, it is just like sleeping. You don't know the truth. You got to uh, be awake to know the truth. And you will be awake when you know the truth. If you don't know the truth, you are fast asleep. They have not yet awakened. When you are fast asleep, how do you know? Awaken. Dreaming. <laughs> so, <coughs> this deity said, it is time for them to awaken. And the Buddha repeated almost the same thing. Yesang Samma Suppatividdha Paravadesu Naniyare Sambuddha Sammadanyaya Charanti Visame Samanti. He repeated the first two lines are the same. The last two lines, those who have awakened once, having rightly known Sambuddha, Sambuddha means awakened. So the word, the Sambuddha means, of course, uh, self-awakened 
one is called Sambuddha. Here Sambuddha is in plural, more than one. Fully awakened, Sammadanya. Samma is well or right, we know Samma Ditti, Samma Sankappe, Samma Vacha and so forth. In there Samma means rightly, correctly, fully or well. Uh, <coughs> having rightly Anya, Samma, Sammad, Anyaya. Sammad, Danyaya means Sammad, Anyaya. Sammad means well or rightly, rightly. Anyaya, known. That word comes from the root Nya. Nya to know. Nya is the root. Jnana, Anya comes from that root, Nya. Sammad Anya means uh, rightly known. Charanti, uh, live or walk, Charanti. Uh, or travel. Uh, remember in the first, after the first sermon, second sermon, uh, when Buddha collected uh, uh, 60 disciples, he asked them, Charatha. Charatha. Charatha bhikkhave charikam. Charatha is uh, second person saying plural, meaning go. Charati is singular, third person singular. Charati goes. Charanti, plural, third person. Second person singular, charahi or chara. Third per, second person plural is charata. Charata means go. Charata bhikkhave charikam. He said that word is used there. Uh, charanti. Visame. Visame means uneven. Sama means, sama means even. Vipsama means uneven. Visame. Uh, <coughs> Samanti travels or uh, walk. So this, that means those who have penetrated things well, those who have penetrated the four noble truth well, will not be led paravadesu naniyare. In the first, sen- uh, first tense we have re- read niyare, in the second he said naniyare, not be led. They are not led to other doctrines because they are fully awakened. Fully awakened once, more than one. That means the Buddhas, Pachyaka Buddhas, Arahans, and even Sotapannas. And Sotapanna is the minimum who will never go into other doctrines. I think you all understand these four terms. Sotapanna is called stream-enterer. Stream-enterer, one of the very 
definite quality of stream enterer is that he has unshakable faith endowed with knowledge. Faith endowed with knowledge. Uh, that's called avecca prasad. I think we mentioned this earlier. Avecca means having known, having understood Dhamma. Prasad means clarity, faith. Uh, you read this in Ratana Sutta, avecca prasad. Uh, So, sotapanna is the minimum uh, awakened ones who has unshakable faith, faith in the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, and he has perfect morality, and he will never change his mind and go to any other doctrines. To illustrate this quality, there is a commentary, a very beautiful story, very, I tell you the story, very short. There was a man who listened to Dhamma and attained the stream entry. He went home. That night, in the middle of the night, somebody knocked on his door. He opened the door, he saw the Buddha. He said, Oh, Venerable Sir, what can I do for you? Why have you come this in the middle of this night? Please come in. He welcomed him and uh, gave him seat to seat to sit down. When he sat down, uh, this uh, apparent Buddha said, Well, uh, you remember I gave a Dhamma talk this evening. Oh, yes, Venerable Sir. In that Dhamma talk, hmm, I said that there is no permanent self. Well, when I went to bed, it occurred to me, but there is a little self which is permanent. Then this man would have been, You are Mara, get out! <laughs> Buddha never changes words. You are not Buddha, get out. That was Mara. Appeared in the guise of the Buddha. Tried to change this man's mind. This man's realization, conviction was so firm and strong, he immediately said, you are not the Buddha. Buddha will never (laughs) change his mind. So, that means that in the the minimum, the what you call the, the last person among four uh, awakened ones. He is awakened and all other Sakadagami, Anagami and Arad are awakened. And the Buddha. These are the awakened ones. Having rightly understood privately known the Dhamma, the truth. Fair evenly amidst the uneven. Charanti visame samam. The world, the world is not all even, meaning all kind of people are there. All kind of ups and downs there. There are vicissitudes, changing things, happiness, unhappiness, pleasure, displeasure, uh, suffering, not suffering, gain and loss, health and not health, all this, young, old, and beliefs, all kind of beliefs. Uh, all individual with all kinds of temperaments, 
all kind of emotions, all kind of psychological problems, physical problems, economic, social, cultural problems. With all this, these individual awakened ones move alone peacefully in the Dhammapada uh, there is a stanza yatha sankara dhanasmi ujjitasmi mahapate padumang tatta jayate suchigandang manoramang evan sankara bhutesu andha bhute pudujjane atirojiti panyaya samma sambuddha savaku meaning Suppose there is a heap of dirt by the highway. On that heap of dirt a lotus grows, blossoms and shines with beauty and fragrance without sullied by the dirt from which it grew. Similarly, the sotapannas, stream enterers, once returners, never returners, the Buddhas, Pachyaka Buddha means partially enlightened or silent Buddhas, they are grown, born in, in, the, in the world, regular world, but they grew out of their ordinary states and shines without getting corrupted. Why? Because they understood, they penetrate the truth, no one can shake them. That is why in uh, Mangala Sutta, Mangala Sutta, last one is Puttasa Logadhammehi Chit one who has penetrated the Loka Dhamma, the truth, will not be affected by the Loka Dhamma. Loka Dhamma means all these ups and downs in the world. Their mind will not be shaken. Mind will remain steady fast, clean, clear and pure. And therefore they will not be shaken. They are fully awakened. That is the meaning of these two stanzas. These two stanzas, the, the Buddha's uh, uh, stanza, is full of meaning. Now let us go to the next one, number eight. Number eight. Paradvade Suniare. Suttate Napajanti Kalote Sampabujitu. Very much uh, like the first one. Uh, those who are utterly muddled about the things. Now, <coughs> Yesang Samma Susamutra Parvati Sutta I think these two are little different it seems. Anyway. The first line is different. Hmm? Yesang Dhamma Susamutra 
ये संदर्भ में असम मुक्ता परवादे सुनेनीयेरे दैट इज़ द बुद्धस एक्सप्लेनेशन नेक्स्ट वन नंबर एक्चुअली नंबर नाइन हैं इट डिन प्रिंट आउट नंबर नाइन फॉर देम बंदे हैं इट डिन नॉट प्रिंट आउट नंबर नाइन फॉर देम आह नंबर एट स्टिल डिफरेंट फ्रॉम सेवन Number eight. Pali number nine. Those who have utterly muddled about things, first thing is those 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 who have not penetrated. The other one is those who have muddled things. Uh, let me see. Okay, right. Ye sandama susam mutta. Okay. Sam uh, mutta uh, utterly susam okay. Sam mutta means uh, muddled, confused. Su sam mutta means well confused. Nothing left. The entire mind is completely confused. Uh, again, uh, I let into other doctrines, and uh, who may let into other doctrines? Paravade suniere, sutta te sutta te napamujyanti, kalo te sampamujyanam. The same thing as the previous one. So Buddha said. ये संदम्मा असम्मुट्ठा परवादेशुनिनिएरे संबुद्धा संबदान्या ये चरांति विषयने समान। Okay, the Buddha explained ये संदम्मा असम्मुट्ठा सम्मुट्ठा this word comes from मोह the word मोह Moha is the uh, noun. Muhati is the verb. Muhati, meaning confused. And where the past tense, past perfect tense is sammutta. Sammutta means with even without taking sang, mutta. Muhati. Present third person singular. Uh, past perfect tense is mutta, mutta. That means confused. What is the word you're using for the um, the third person? Muhati. Muhati. With a C. M U H T I. Oh, Muhati. M U Y 
H-A-T-I, Moihati. So, they are confused. Why confused? They have uh, distorted perception. Distorted perception. Uh, therefore, they get confused. Uh, that is called viparita uh, uh, sanya. The mind is uh, altered. Viparita sanya. Therefore, they think uh, suffering as pleasure. Sukhe, dukhe, sukha sanya. Suffering as pleasure. Impermanence as permanent. Selflessness as self. This is how they have, how they get confused. And because of this confusion, they are utterly muddled about things, about the Four Noble Truths. How they are muddled about Four Noble Truths? They hear only the first truth about, hear about suffering, and then say, Oh, the entire Buddhism is pessimistic, talking about suffering, suffering, suffering. Because they don't know the second, third, and fourth truths. Second is, yes, there is suffering. Second is, there is a cause for suffering. They don't know that. And that's not, that's not all. This cause can be removed. End of suffering. And Buddha taught in many places, because I teach two things, suffering and its end. Suffering and its end. Suffering is not something permanent. <laughs> As everything is permanent, suffering also is impermanent. I mean, everything is impermanent, suffering also is impermanent. So, without knowing the third truth, they say, Buddhism is all pessimistic. That is how they get muddled up about things. Things refers to the same thing as previous stanza. This is the time for them to awaken. Why this deity comes and tells, this is the time? What is the time? Time when there is a Buddha. This is one of the <coughs> very difficult moments. There are many difficult moments. When there are no Buddhas, they are called duttakhana, difficult moments in existence. This is a very good moment, the moment that Buddhas, that time Buddha was living. Now is a good time as well. Why? Dhamma is existing. Dhamma is existing. So long as Dhamma exists, liberation can be possible, is possible. Because if somebody follows the Dhamma, the person can attain liberation any time. And therefore this is the time. Twenty-first century also is a good time. We are born as human beings with good faculties. So this is a good time <coughs> to be born as a human being, to be born as in the time when there is a Dhamma. This is a time because we have a suitable location. That's a good time. And in the good time, there are teachers, Dhamma teachers. Good time. There are many, many things to make the time good. 
So what deity said that time is applicable even to 21st century. Dhamma is not disappeared. So the Buddha said, those who are, put the put it in a positive way, uh, he said the same stanza, first two lines, but with little change, asamutta, susamutta, asamutta, Buddha is very good in twisting words, you know, and putting in a right, positive way. Deity said susammutta, Buddha said asammutta. Those who are, uh, those who cannot be led into other doctrines because those who are awakened uh, and those who are not muddled about things that means those who have understood, penetrated the Dhamma. And Sambuddha Samadanyaya. Samadanyaya uh, Samadanyaya having known, understood well, <coughs> charanti visame samang, they walk comfortably on uneven ground, <coughs> amidst uneven. Now, Actually, I like to go to number nine also, but uh, we are not prepared. <coughs> if we are not, if you don't have papers in front of you, I think it is better to stop here, or you may ask questions. Good time to have a short dhamma discussion for uh, for a short time. Anybody? I, I missed that uh, definition for danya. The samman anya. Oh, that's right, because, yeah. Samman anya. Mm-hmm. No, this is in Pali. Ya, ra, la, va, the, the, these are the, the, uh, uh, the consonant that you can insert, sammat, sammat, end with T. When joined with the anya, T becomes the, D. So sammat anya, sammat anya. Uh, sammat, of course, is not directly Pali, it is Sanskrit. Pali is samma. Uh, Sanskrit samyak. Uh, in this particular place, in Sanskrit it's sammad anya. <coughs> in Pali, noun uh, words normally do not end with consonants except ng sound. Words end with a sound in Pali. In Sanskrit, word can end with consonant without a sound. Therefore, this is a Sanskrit, Sanskrit grammar according to which the word can be broken as samad anya, samad anya. And so it's not knowing. Not. Samad Anya means having known, well known.
Okay. Any other questions? Yes? No question. Yes? This is not exactly related to this, but uh, the first condition to uh, be born um, is, you know, in the, you know, understanding that going in the same path as realizing the Chaturasati is being a streamatory. So how does one would know whether they achieve the streamatory status? I understand about the, the faith, and then I do understand about uh, not adhering to needless rules and rituals, and also uh, understanding about no self. So I understand, but how does one would know that that person achieves the streamatory state? I mean, is it something they feel it automatically at that point, or is there anything good? Yes, actually, one who attains it is the only one who knows it. Nobody else. Because it is completely in a psychological transformation, psychological change. Uh, I think it is very um, clear once you I will give you a very simple arithmetic uh, uh, question. When you put two and two together, you know it is four. Two and two, or two into two, or so forth, is four. Does anybody have to tell you it is four? You know it. How do you know it? I don't know whether you know it or not, but you know. You saw it thousand millions of times you put into uh, some experiments, every time results will come, will be the same. Similarly, uh, this uh, knowing that there is no permanent self, one example. You examine your eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind or your uh, consciousness, uh, thoughts, perceptions, ideas, examine every one of them and they all are constantly, continuously changing. You take every single part of your body, every cell, and analyze. Eventually, all the cells you analyze, finally you will see there is nothing to be called cell. It is very much like mind. You know, when when you really uh, analyze, everything into the final, last, analyzable stage, it seems to us that that even that does not exist. Even the finest stage of uh, analysis, even so-called cell, doesn't seem to exist. When you come to that, from your experience, through meditation, penetrating the penetrating experience, you will see everything is constantly, continuously, without any peace, uh, stopping, changing, 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 changing. That alone is a very strong evidence for you to understand that there is no self. Once you come to know that, you know, nobody can make you believe that there is self. That is one thing. 
steam enterer <coughs> realizes this. Second, you realize you practice rituals. I mean, all tradition, Buddhist, non-Buddhist, all practice rituals. We perform some rituals. We come to the meditation hall, bow to the image. It's a ritual. We perform rituals in the morning, you know, puja and so forth, offering flowers, food and all these, all rituals. They will never bring us enlightenment. We know that. No ritual. Whether we perform it for the Buddha or for the tree or somebody, something, they never bring us enlightenment. Never. And we understand that. But with that understanding we do this as a uh, custom to put people together uh, to arouse their faith, trust, confidence and uh, instill their instill uh, inspiration in them. We do these things. Other than that they will never bring us an iota of insight. We know that. Then you know, if you know this perfectly well, clearly in your mind, uh, there is no... Uh, you don't believe in them as practices which brings you enlightenment. They never bring enlightenment, definitely. Thirdly, When you understand the Four Noble Truth, not exactly as the Buddha did, but as he taught us, Buddha understood it, penetrated them by himself, but we even know that there is something called Four Noble Truths because Buddha has taught it. Otherwise we would completely be ignorant. Even in this 21st century there are millions or billions of people who never think of Four Noble Truths. They don't know. But we at least have the theory. We keep thinking, 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 and then the more we think, deeper will be our understanding. And that will never be taken away. Nobody can say, no, no, there is no suffering. As long as we understood it, it's very hundred percent clear in our mind, we have no doubt about it. No doubt. When you have these three qualities, you know for yourself, para, nobody can teach you that. Nobody can teach. Even the Buddha said they are just teachers. You can bring the horse to water, never make him drink. Here, horse has to drink. Similarly, we have to realize it by ourselves. <coughs> Buddha said thousands of times, this is self-reliance, self-experiential, self-knowing, self-liberating system. So the technique he uh, gave us and encouraged us all the time is keep thinking. Investigation, uh, the Dhamma, Dhamma which is Sambhojjanga. That is a factor of enlightenment, then we will know it. You know, one day I was in uh, Australia, uh, somebody came and asked me, Bhante, so-and-so said that I uh, am Sotapanna. I am a stream enterer. Do you think I am a stream enterer? I said, no. That person got very upset because another very famous teacher going around the world giving them stream entry certificates, <laughs> those who receive it, ask me, I said, no. Why? 
Because if you have attained the stream until you would never ask me this question. <laughs> because you are the testimony. You are the witness. <coughs> you keep to keep to yourself. Don't go and broadcast it. <coughs> because other people will ridicule you. Don't go to Christian church and say, I'm stream entry, listen to me. <laughs> Please he'll throw you out of the church very quickly. Keep it to yourself. And th- nobody can tell you. <coughs> and that is why we keep individually, hundred percent privately, personally we practice. Practice. Okay? <laughs>